you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where Tim and I talk about Christianity, faith, and Tim's poetry. And here's the number two star of our show. Hello, everyone. My name is Tim, and I am the alleged poet. And number three star of the show is the actual technician that gets this thing done. And who's our number Introduce one yourself, star? Dave. Ah, hi, uh, my folks. I'm Dave, by the way. And, and who is uh, our number one star? God is number one, always. That's very, very true. Yeah, uh, you've been working weird ways in my life this week. <laughs> the weird, weird thing is, you, I asked for a couple maybe. things and he said no, and Good for him, I was okay with that. <laughs> the more I thought about it, well, that's just a little selfish. <laughs> Good. Oh goodness sake! Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you're seeing his works in you. Oh yeah, I tell you what, yeah. it's this has been and and continues to be and will continue to be a joy in my life. Uh, I look forward to the conversations with my brother and I look forward to learning more and more about God and, and about poetry that I didn't know. And folks, if you haven't been watching the Facebook site that Tim has called facebook.com, God still rhymes. You, you need to, because <laughs> he's putting some good stuff out there. Oh, well, thanks Dave. Yeah. Uh, and someday, uh, we need to do a podcast where you can explain to people the joy of reading poetry. Yeah. I, I, I wrote something the other night about, uh, and it was ended up on Facebook, about, I was just like, how do you get people to like poetry? How do you do it? And uh, started out kind of like, you know, I was depressed, and as I was going through it, God led me out of that depression into him. But... <laughs> But maybe you we'll, we'll have a podcast one day where uh, maybe we can read a poem or something and we'll go through what you get out of it and the pleasure you have in, yeah. in reading and hearing it. That would be fun. And, I think and, that the, uh, I think you would hear a different, definitely a different perspective. <laughs> okay. That's what we need. That's what we need. But, but in reality, everybody's perspective when they read a poem is going to be different than mine. Yeah. Well, see how it is i always yeah. enjoy listening to your 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 take on it but yeah we should probably get going with what we planned on yeah uh yeah so folks um tim and i have been doing this for this will be our 17th no this will be our 18th i'm sorry we've done 17 podcasts and we know you like us because you keep coming back <laughs> but tell your friends about us and tim what are we doing today Today, we are interviewing Tom Seppo, uh, the head, uh, the uh, head, not just the head, <laughs> who is in charge of Operation Transformation, which is a local nonprofit here in Port Huron. And remember, Port Huron, we're across the river from Canada, <laughs> and, but we're also in Michigan. Uh, and uh, yeah, what's interesting is, and... Uh, Dave and I both know Tom from different from different uh, things in our in his life. How yeah, you know it, Tom, it, it's it's really interesting. Tom and I went to school together. We were in the same grade. We graduated together. Um, Tom and I we've known each other since 
we called it junior high. They call it middle school now um, or intermediate school. Every state's a little different. No, but I back when school. really when I went to when I went to Washington junior high, it was called junior <laughs> high. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and we used to walk to school together. And, and it was it's fun because I do remember Tom. And the more we talked about it during the interview, I'm remembering more and more and more about Tom as as we were in school. Um, Tom and I weren't always running with the same crowd. But that didn't mean that we didn't talk to each other. And we, and Tim, you, you guys did this too. I know you guys did. At Port Huron High School, where you and I both went to high school, at different times, of course, mm-hmm. we built floats once a year. Yes. For parades. There used to be, for our homecoming, homecoming. we used to build floats. Every class got together and built a float. We had a parade downtown with the marching band and remember that marching band went to the Olympics and played in the Olympics, the band from Port Huron High. I don't remember that, but I I do know that it was, they had some pretty spectacular places. They went. Yeah. They, they were that good folks. But anyways, cause I do remember them going. I remember the the fundraising and I want to say it was 72 or 74. I don't remember which one it was, which, which year it was, but I do remember, building floats and I wasn't involved in my freshman year. I, I just, I hadn't figured myself out. Well, mm-hmm. come sophomore junior, freshman year, I think I kind of, uh, emerged <laughs> as you found the spirit as Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I went to these things and I got more involved and I enjoyed it. And I remember Tom being there and just having good fun building things and, and, and making friends. And, and before you know it, it's a lifelong friend. Cause I haven't seen Tom in <laughs> long time. Let's just say long time. And Tim, you have, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. My, my introduction to Tom was, uh, and I did, I've explained on a previous podcast, but I met Tom, uh, in a Bible study. I was invited that I was invited to attend. Uh, put on by, uh, hosted by another uh, director of a local nonprofit, uh, Bridge Builders. And it was uh, mainly some local businessmen. It wasn't a big one, but it was uh, very strong, uh, good, good, solid faith-based men in, in the, in the uh, uh, Bible study. And that's where I met Tom. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I made the mistake of saying, he went to school with my brother. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's. You talk. You tell Tom. You know somebody that he knows, and it's never a mistake because it just brings joy to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was good. And and Tom, I I enjoy Tom. I I, I like being around him. I like talking to him, and I like hearing him talk. And uh, he's just a really a strong believer in in Jesus. And uh, you can tell that spreading that joy is so important to him. I think that's number one in his life, is sharing the joy of Jesus with others. Mm-hmm. And he, he does it well. He does. So yeah. I tell you what, folks, why don't we, we pause? Tim and I aren't going to pause. We're just going to we're going to scoot right into this interview. That sound good? Yep, I think it's about time. All right, let's going. do that. Here you go, folks. Watch this video. Okay.
Okay, we've talked to you, uh, told you a little bit about what we're gonna, who we're gonna interview here, and now we're we're uh, ready for the interview. And this is Tom Seppo. Uh, he is the uh, head. What I, what is your title, Tom? Executive Director of Operation Transformation. Executive Director of Operation Transformation, and we're gonna talk to him about his life and about Operation Transformation. And uh, but first of all. This uh, what's interesting about this whole get together of the three of us is that Tom and Dave graduated from high school together, and as we were preparing for this, I also learned that they walked to what was then called intermediate school together. <laughs> and we actually called it junior high, Tim. Junior yeah. high back then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, forgive me. I because and I I loved that school. I remember it. Um, and then, uh, so you know Tom from school, and Tom, you and I met in Bible study. Yeah. Bible study that Dan Lumblad had, and yeah. uh, that was a true blessing for me. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I needed it at the time, and it was, there's a lot of growth mm. uh, in there. And uh, there's one other thing I wanted to get out of the way, uh, talking about coincidences of you knowing Dave and the three of us together here is that um, the offices that Operation Transformation have are the old offices of BMJ Engineering. Mm. And you, my friend, are sitting in the very office that I used to sit in. Isn't that something? After I got out of working in the field and survey crew and was working in the office. Wow. But what's even more impressive to me is that the secretaries and your wife they sit in the very offices that you, you split up with a wall in between, right? But that's where two of the BMJs sat. That was the boss's office. <laughs> and and Renee, your secretary, is sitting in the front where John Bolt, another connection, who was our first interview, where he sat. So all of these coincidences, coincidences, just, I wanted to bring them to the forefront to get it started. That we have more connections than we realized before. Oh boy! Yeah. Uh-huh. That's and, a small uh huh. Yeah. That I'm. I'm just. I. I loved that office. Yeah. Especially when we lived right next door to it. <laughs> so anyway, well, Tom, uh, let's just start out about your journey. I know that you grew up in a Christian family. Yeah. And. Uh, Things have, have gone from there, and, and you've done well for yourself and, and in your faith and in helping others. Uh, why don't you just give us, let us know how, or tell us what, uh, how, how this your, all came your, about? How everything came about, and, you know, what well, you Man, you know, thank you, first of all, uh, Tim and Dave, for having me uh, on the podcast here. I'm, I'm humbled by you asking me to join you. Um, obviously, the Seppel family goes back quite a bit. I am actually the fourth generation minister or pastor in my family. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not either. Right? It, was, no. uh, it was almost like I was born in the, uh, the, the tribe of Levi. If you understand the Bible, the Levites were the priests yeah, back, uh-huh. yeah. back in the day. And I didn't have a choice, I guess. I mean, I guess I did have a choice, but... <laughs> um, I did graduate with a double major degree in education and in Bible. But uh, my wife said, uh, if, when she was marrying me, she said, I'm not going to be a pastor's wife. 
I said, I don't have to be a pastor. I so I started out teaching. Actually, Dave at, at Port Huron High School. I don't know if you did you really. Yeah. What uh, what did you teach? I taught uh, civics, and then mm-hmm. I taught the POD class. So I had a college prep uh, uh, civics and a regular civics, and then a I had three preps, and then the uh, POD class. So oh, I'll be darned. Problems of democracy. So go figure. <laughs> wow. And then. And then uh, that was when they were pink slipping every everybody back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so I said, how can I raise a family not guaranteed a job next year? Yeah. So then I, I did work with the county for a little bit as a uh, as a juvenile probation officer. And uh, and then I had the opportunity to go full time ministry. But I had to wait until my wife really knew that the call of God was on my life and that was the direction that we should go. But uh, I, I took a pretty hefty, hefty pay cut uh, <laughs> leaving the county uh, with no insurance or whatever to go in the ministry for full time. And uh, But it was the best move that I could have ever made. And uh, we're, we have no regrets. I'm Well, this year is 40 years of full-time uh, ministry. And uh, I pastored for uh, 20, uh, 20 plus years, and then I've been doing Operation Transformation now for twenty years. It, so has it's it been? Like, has it been twenty years, Tom? Twenty years. If you can wow. believe that, was it was hard, hard, hard for me to believe. Is is Operation Transformation? Is that something you came up with, Tom? Well, uh, it 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 was a group of pastors. There was about sixteen pastors back in ninety one that joined a coalition with the Billy Graham Association called Project 2000. And uh, it was uh, it was that by the year 2000, every man, woman, boy, and girl in your area should hear a clear presentation of the gospel. So that's how we started in 91 when I was pastoring. So it was just kind of a, uh, a gathering of about 16 churches and pastors that we did different things. We did... Uh, Random acts of kindness. We did survey door to door surveys. We did special services and meetings uh, for the community. We brought in uh, a, a representative from the Billy Graham Association, Ralph Bell. I don't know if you remember that, uh, Tim or Dave, maybe not. But anyway, that was back in, uh, I think it was 94, for a three night or four night crusade with Ralph Bell, who was an associate of Billy Graham. Uh, rented out the McMorrin uh, Arena and, and did all kinds of things like that. So anyway, the year 2000 came up. And so what do we do? Do we just dissolve the the project? It was going so well that they asked me if I would consider being the executive director. I said, why would I want to be the executive director of something? Where am I going to get paid? <laughs> I mean, I was pastoring for 22 years getting a, a pretty decent salary at Life of Faith back in the day. And, uh, well, that's a nice thought, but how, how am I going to get paid? <laughs> so, anyway, I always say that God has his Ways and Means Committee. And he like made it. me willing. Uh, there was incidences that happened at the church, and I didn't necessarily agree with the direction that it was going at the time. And I thought, you know, maybe this is a way for me to kind of take a, maybe a little detour of the path here by taking over the executive uh, director's position for a couple of years. But that couple of years has uh, obviously been 
God planned, God designed, that we're now, OT is churches cooperating for a changed community. So we work with about 70 different churches on different you know, projects and at different times of the year. And so it's been a beautiful run for my wife and I to to uh, take this. So obviously it's, it was two th- Project 2000, so what do we call it now? So my former partner said, what about mm, Operation Transformation? <laughs> so, you know, that was big back in the day. You know, you got an Operation, you know, whatever, this child, Operation Christmas yeah. Tree, Operation this, Operation that. So we said... Operation Transformation. So we've been seeing lives transformed by the gospel uh, with this organization for for 20 years. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Well, you uh, you guys do amazing work. I know. Uh, I, I, I know that. And you uh, you have a, a good support staff, it seems, and, and others in the community that are supporting you, which is good. Uh what um, I'm trying to think right now, and Dave was telling me once, if you take a pause when you're recording a podcast, people think that you're thinking of something to ask. So if I take a pause, <laughs> bear with me. That's no, okay. I just uh, you have uh, you have prison ministry, mm-hmm. and I hadn't realized before that you were you had done that. After, I I didn't realize you were a school teacher, and. Uh, I didn't uh, realize you had had that a few years in, in the prison ministry. I know that you have it now. Um, how how does that how do you like that? How does it how does it work for you? And and are you seeing a, a change in in people's lives through it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know we have seven divisions of Operation Transformation. They all start with the letter C. Yes, I know. Yeah. And, and this one particular, it, it deals with chaplaincy. So I'm the chaplain of the sheriff's office and also the Port Aaron Police Department. But in that of working with the, uh, the jail, um, we were asked by the state of Michigan to put together even a mentoring program. Uh, it was called MPRI, Michigan Prisoner Reentry Initiative. And for eight years, we were working in two of the major prisons in Michigan. And we were offering guys that were about four months out to come out if they were interested in having to reconnect with their their uh, faith roots, that we would provide them with a mentor. And we did that for eight years. And we saw we were up to 1,200 mentor-mentee relationships. Can oh, you imagine my. that? We saw hundreds of, of men uh, make decisions uh, for, for Christ. And uh, we were doing better by getting them jobs working with their mentors than the state was with Michigan Works. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can believe that, Tom. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so we, we had a, a an 11% recidivism rate with guys that we were working with and mentoring back in the day. Uh, because the fact of the matter is, uh, the state uh, recidivism rate was like about 60%. Oh, my. Uh, and, you know, we figured within those eight years, we saved the state of Michigan at least $13 million in recidivism <laughs> with guys going back in. So if we kept them out for one year, right, Yep. then we would have saved the state $34,000 a person back wow. in the day. That is amazing. And uh, but 
you know, they they scrapped the the program, and uh, we uh, are now just basically working with guys in the jail, and we're not seeing as much of a response with guys that are coming out of jail because the jail only has misdemeanor offenders, right? They get their hands slapped. Oh, okay. Right? Right. They go right back to what they were doing before. We we offer them a mentor, and we had like 125 applications for mentoring relationships, and only five have stuck with that over the years. That's oh. kind of crazy. But they haven't gotten to the end of the rope. Let's just put it that way. Guys yeah. that were in the state prison, you know, that were committing felons, they kind of sick and tired of their lifestyle and wanted a change. The guys in jail, eh, eh, stop doing the bad thing. Okay, and then they get released. They go right back to mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. But you're not giving up on them, are you? No, 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 no. no. I, absolutely not. But uh, so anyway, we we can we continue to support and help them. That's just one facet of what OT does. Yeah. Um, obviously, we work with churches. That's one C. We work with community. Leaders, I sit on 17 different boards, believe it or not, in the in the uh, Blue Water area. And so I try to be a voice of the faith community to these agencies that ask for me to sit on their board. And it has worked out uh, fairly well. That's I, 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 gonna... can't, I can't be their, you know, you know, their fundraiser. I can't be what they maybe want board members for. But I say I can be a voice from your organization to the church and build a bridge from the church to the organization so that, you know, that they can cross over and that we can be a blessing uh, and advance the kingdom of God as well. Well, that's encouraging that you have other organizations that aren't by, by what they're doing, Christian organizations. Yeah. Like you, but that they, they want your input and your, uh, they want you to be a part of what they're doing. I, I think that's really encouraging for our community. Yeah. Yes, and, and uh, the fact that you're, you're bringing all the churches together, I think, is encouraging, too. Let me let me add this, if I can, Tim. Sure. The highlight of my entire week, like, for example, this morning, every Thursday morning, we have at least 20 pastors from different denominations across the board meet together in the MOC building in the fourth floor uh, at the conference room, and we pray together for an hour. And we pray for the needs of the community. We pray for community leaders. We pray for situations and circumstances that are happening with churches. And it is the literal highlight of my week to see that, you know what, we're not in competition with one another. We're working together to make a difference here in the Blue Water area. And that, that gives me great pleasure, great delight. And then about 12 of us go out to breakfast after our prayer time, and it is a wonderful release for pastors to unload and share their burdens because they don't, a lot of them don't have that privilege to unload on on uh, their, maybe their congregation members or whatever, but it's a, a wonderful right. time when we can minister and and create relationships that can encourage one another. Well, that's encouraging because just as a uh, one of those uh, sitting in the pew and you're and I'm I'm looking at the pastor for leadership in the church. Um, I until I may very well be wrong, and I hope I am, but it's just like I I can just see where as a 
perhaps a member of the church I might not want to hear. Mm. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, I just, oh, just a minute. Something happened to me here. Oh, it's you again. No, it's me again. I just said this. <laughs> this oh, my microphone went down. Hey, yeah, anyway, uh, I'll keep going. Um, okay. David, get me. You know, you know Tim, when I was... Tim, when I was talking to your daughters the other day, they didn't say that uh, you were falling apart, but I'm beginning to believe maybe you are. <laughs> uh, there are some things I do not show my children. Well, yeah. guess what? I do. <laughs> well, you and I may have to stop this podcast. So anyway, yeah, well. let's go back to... Uh, well, folks, don't, don't, don't mind all that noise. I won't okay, edit it Dave, out. Dave's going to edit that out. No, he's <laughs> but not. I don't know uh, if it's a comfortable thing for... We want to know that the pastor is good, and and sometimes you don't want to know that you know he's like us, and they all are like us, right? Yeah, absolutely. We got our weaknesses, we got our moments of our struggles, yeah, and we're all human. But sometimes we put that pastor up on a pedestal, yeah, and we put uh, our our feet, our, our our pants the same way everybody does, one leg at a time. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. And yeah, I have found out. Tim's right. People sitting out in the pews don't think that it gets to you guys because you're listening to everybody. Yeah. And you yeah, got but that's, that's, that in itself can be a struggle, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know 90% of what we do is, is problem solved. We're just constantly going from one situation to another, mm-hmm. trying to offer, you know, obviously spiritual help and advice, but it can be very discouraging when you're saying, this is what you need to do, and then it goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Imagine. Yeah. It's, uh, I just, uh, a side thought here as, as we're talking, and when I talk to, to people, and I, I found out as my microphone is falling over again that uh, I'm gonna send you when I talk to people, ideas for poem come to mind. And uh, an idea for a, a poem about pastors has, has just come to mind. And, and the one that I'm really excited about, Tom, is God's Ways and Means Committee. Mm. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so I might be sending an email with a couple of poems attached to it in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how can people help tra- Operation Transformation? What What can they do? Well, obviously, you know, the obvious thing is, you know, funds that we are a faith-based organization and I am not guaranteed any funds coming in. <laughs> and we we simply operate by faith and God's been so good to us. He really has. So, I mean, I've always said this, that if you're doing ministry, money will follow ministry. And so I, I try not to make that a huge issue. If I'm doing what I should be doing, God will tap the shoulder of those people that uh, see what's happening. And, you know, we just believe that our bills will be met and the needs will be met. And you know what? He's been faithful for, for 20 years to do that for us. Yeah. I, I can't, I don't know how it works, except that, you know, the Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, and uh, so God has been good to us in that in that dimension. Uh, but you know, and, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that advice you're talking about, you know, trusting in God is something that we can all, that we all need to absolutely do in our own lives. Yes, 
you know, whether we have a job or, or, or everything. Yes. Uh, it's something we all need to do and uh, not always easy to do it. Right. Uh, but I, I, a true, I appreciate the faith that you've had mm-hmm. and that you share with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate the men that I've been introduced to in this community that have that faith, mm-hmm. especially through the Bible study with that we were together yeah. in, which yeah. was absolutely, again, a faith builder for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just we all we all need each other, don't we? Yes, we do. We do, and we just can't close the door and say, "Well, when I'm ready." <laughs> yeah, I've been praying lately. God, just you'll know when I'm ready. You know, in, in my own life, and this isn't about you, in my own life. I I've, I've seen God's work where He knows when I'm not ready, and He knows when I am ready. Yeah. As I look back in my life, I see those moments, and I am blessed for those moments and they bring uh, a smile to my face yes even when he said no yeah yeah uh-huh okay uh so um anything else you got dave yeah tim sent some notes tom that uh you and your brothers used to be in the singing group <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't yeah, remember still- that you don't i that okay. doesn't mean I'd- doesn't mean I don't remember being there, but this means I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, actually, that's how we started out, uh, really. My dad kind of trained us in ministry by throwing us all together, and we were the Seppel Five instead of the Jackson Five. So <laughs> We didn't have the dance moves, huh? So, well, we did. We were a little stiff. You know, these white boys, they, they white boys don't know how to dance very well, but... Um, but anyway, no, we, we, we followed my dad around. We sang and he preached. He was more of an evangelist. And I was, uh, we were a part of the gospel team and uh, the Seppel family. Oh, and that's so cool. that's how I was raised. Every Sunday we'd be at a different church singing and going. And, and see, now I'm at a different church every Sunday too, uh, preaching or talking or encouraging uh, pastors. Every Sunday I'm at a so for 20 years, that's what I did with my dad. Now, 20 years, I pastored and was at the local church only. And now this next 20, you know, it's been back to where I started, you know, in that of going to a church, different church every Sunday. But my brothers and I, we still get together from time to time and do our old gig. We're like the Beach Boys. We 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 bring all the old stuff out back, and, man, we can, we can, we can uh, make it happen. Wow, well, they, they, I've heard them, Dave. I, I've heard them a, a number of times, and believe me, uh, it's worth listening to them. I, they're, they're a joy, a oh, true I... joy, Tom, and blessing, and bringing <laughs> back the old songs, the, the old hymns, and that. Uh, I never even thought we would be able to say that we're bringing back old songs. <laughs> what happens? That's what happens when you get over forty. You bring back believe... the old stuff. Oh my, 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 my! <laughs> oh. Hey, yeah, you know, uh-huh. yourself about that over forty stuff. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah right. Well, yeah. Uh, now if uh, we'll get some information from you, Tom, we'll put it on the on the website. If somebody wants to give a donation to you guys, yeah, uh, we hope that there are people who do that uh, yeah. because of the ministry you do, and we'll put your mm-hmm. website on there. Yeah, and I, uh, I what, I meant to copy down the seven C's that you have. 
Yeah. But that they can see that because uh, it's really quite impressive what, what they do. And, right. and the fact that they do it in an old engineering office is even more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that building, believe it or not, uh, Tim, was given to us uh, 20 years ago. Oh, was it? Um, it was uh, bought by A.N. Derringer. Are you familiar okay. with them? They're out I've on the name, Road. yeah. A. N. Deringer are a, a uh, uh, they work with the uh, the, the bridge. Uh, what is it? What do they call themselves? Uh, not custom agents, but they their duty like duty free stuff. You know. Oh, they, okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a duty free store in town. Yeah. yeah so but, anyway, they they had that building because it was right next to the you know okay. water bridge. Yeah. Right, but they built a, a a a place out there for trucks to go into out on Dove Road, and that building stood empty for four years. And actually, they wanted to to give that building to the Habitat for Humanity. So I was oh. on the Habitat board, and uh, at the time, and uh, the director said, uh, "Well, we couldn't take that piece of property property because it was." Not uh, it was commercial property and it wasn't a, a residential property. So I don't I don't understand all the legalities. But he said, Do you know of any other nonprofits that A and Derringer can give this building to? So I named off about four other groups. <laughs> I didn't even mention Operation Transformation. Oh. This was before I even got asked to be the director. Okay. So I mentioned about four different groups, and then and then he says, Well, is there any others? And I said, Well, I am. Starting with Operation, this was two weeks in. I said I I was looking for an office downtown to rent, so I just happened to mention Operation Transformation. Anyway, the owner of Ann Derringer looked at the five, and he chose Operation Transformation. Wow! So that that building, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar building, was you know given to us, uh, and so we basically renovated it from top to bottom. You know, so. Oh, my anyway. goodness. Uh, yeah, the Lord has been good to you. And yeah. as, as you were mentioning all that, another thought came to mind in that building in that one of the first occupants in it, uh, the the three owners were Christians. Christian, yeah. Good Christian men. Yeah. And it's in the hands for the last 20 years of another good Christian group. Yeah. And uh, there's something special. I mean, it's just. Yeah. And it, it's amazing to me how God has worked in that building. Yeah. And yeah. the connection that you and I have to that building. Yeah. And, what, and, and how God brought us together. It's just the whole thing. And when I think about it, I uh, I just I see God's hand in that. And, and that was a place Beautiful. he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Place he wanted you to be. And you got it. That's great. I, I did yeah. not know that just how you got it. And yeah. That's, uh, that's really special. Yeah. Dave, you got anything else? Uh, well, off the top of my head, you guys have hit a lot of it. Hey, Tom, when you were when you were teaching, um, that might have been around the same time, maybe not, that Tim was teaching. Did you know Tim was teaching for a while? I don't you know, know if I, if you, I were you at PH Tim? No. No, he was at you were at SC four. I taught I taught a surveying class at ah. Mooney College for one semester. Well, Andrew Johnson of BMJ. What year? Was, what year? 
See, I taught back, back in, in 79. Uh, this would have been after that. It might 79, have been, 80. Probably late 80s, maybe. But Dan, yeah. Dan had been uh, teaching their surveying class. If you took dra uh, drafting as your major, you had to have a surveying class. Nah. And, and Dan was going on a mission trip one semester. So he asked me to take it over. Uh, so, yeah, I have had experience teaching college students. <laughs> uh, and even though they were drafting students, they still... They were still interested in what we were talking about. It was it was an interesting experience. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tom. Hey, and hey, I, go I, ahead. We were talking with uh, with John Bolt last week. He's coming up on it. He was on an interview a couple weeks ago with us. Did you ever do any missionary work? I mean, where you oh. went out of the country and everything? Absolutely. I I've been. I can't. I've probably been on twenty different mission trips. Really. I, I in fact, my main. Uh, thrust for 13 years was in uh, Chiquimula, Guatemala. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, my, my my former secretary at church when I was pastoring is uh, started a ministry there called Servant Ministries in uh, Hokotan, uh, Guatemala. And so we've been there. I've, I've had the privilege of building almost, uh, I think it's nine or ten churches in the Mountain villages, uh, they, they call them aldeas. And uh, in the uh, 66 different little villages that surround uh, Chiquimula or the Pocotan, uh, there in the uh, valley and up in the high mountains, the Chorti Indians, the original um, native Indians of that area are, uh, are still up there living the way they have been for centuries. And so wow. we've been able to plant churches up in those villages, and we've been able to build 10, 10 of those churches up there. So, yeah, uh -huh. that's been a real powerful one. And I've been to Mexico and Jamaica, I mean, many times uh, on different mission trips. Yeah. That's amazing. That's I, that's a that's a specific calling that, that Tim and I have talked about that I don't have. <laughs> Just, I'm the yeah, one that, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the one that's coming back to I'm not the one that's been involved like Tim is. But, <laughs> one of our um, podcasts was on missionaries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and it was a good one. And it was it made me think of that because I know that you were always a person to get involved. Mm. And and that's one of the things even growing up that I was always impressed by you. You always always wanted to be involved. And huh. it wasn't just to be involved. You wanted to be involved and do. And because mm. you know how some people well, I I was on that committee. Yeah. They didn't do anything on that committee, but they, you know, it's always something you could say. And that's, that was never you. Tom was always a, a go-getter from the day I met him. Uh, folks, well, he is, he's uh, one of God's very special people. And I don't mean uh, that in a bad way. <laughs> well, you're very kind, Dave. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Well, I just want to be faithful. I, you know, as we end these, you know, I, I even hate to say, you know, we're, we're at the stage here where, we're in the twilight. I mean, I just want to finish well. That's what I want to do. I, I, I don't want to get stuck in a rut or, you know, just kind of go along with the status quo. I, Even though that I'm trying to slow down, I don't know if you know this, that I've been working part-time with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association for three years. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I, I knew that, and it was on my notes, but we just we got talking, and it was I wanted to ask you about that, and how you got yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I am the front man for Franklin Graham in Amarillo, Texas. Isn't that something? Oh. So wow. I have been, for the last three months, working once uh, a, a week, one week a month, 
in Amarillo, Texas, to uh, Franklin Graham's going to be there. He's taking a Route 66 God Loves You tour from Chicago to San Bernardino, California in September. So it's in two weeks, he's going to hit eight major cities. Chicago, St. Louis, Springfield, Oklahoma City, Amarillo, Texas, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Flagstaff, Arizona, and San Bernardino, California. Oh my goodness! Wow. So I am the I'm the front man in in Amarillo, Texas. Wow, that is so that, that's uh, been it's been a little bit much for me. Hard <laughs> to see the bags under my eyes. I I've been trying to do two things at one time, but it's been a joy to work with uh, approximately a couple hundred churches already in the Amarillo area. And oh, so, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's so exciting. It, it looks good. Last night we had our first uh, training for prayer counselors. We had 65 that were trained for the uh, for the night uh, rally on September 26th in Amarillo, Texas. Hmm. So we done. My goodness. Yeah, I don't. I don't see us slowing down much, Tom. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. And I'm. And I, and I. And I think we're all blessed because of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll pray for you. Uh, yeah. It's just that Appreciate as you continue it. to go, that uh, you have the strength you need. And I, I know you're going to rely on God all, the whole way, every step of the way. It's all, it's all taken care of in prayer. And I, I, you know where he's leading you. Uh, and I, I appreciate that in you and uh, the example that you are to others, just through your faith. And uh, we need more of that in our lives. And uh, one of the hopes that we have is through interviews like this, that people watching the podcast, because we we uh, talk about this as two ordinary guys talking about their faith, reading some poetry and having a few laughs. But uh, and our hope again is that some people who will listen will be not only relate to what we're doing, but be moved by it to move further in their faith. But I, I think when we talk to people like you and, and John Bolt, who see people of true of I mean deep faith that it's going to be uh, encouraging to them also. So uh, I, I would like to thank you for, for what you do and for sharing with us and, and allowing us to, uh, to interview you so that uh, we ourselves can be encouraged. Mm. Well, praise the Lord. My privilege. Yeah. It's great to see you, uh, Tim and Dave. Uh, man, I can't tell you how long Dave has been with you and me. Well, I, I may have been the the ten year reunion, but that's isn't that something? I don't <laughs> get back. I don't get back to Michigan very often. In fact, I've been back once since I left, and that was for a wedding. Wow! I uh, it's yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's much easier for people to come visit Florida than it is for me to go visit Michigan. Well, Brenda and I spent five weeks down there in Florida this this uh, this winter, so we're looking at at doing that again. Well, if you well, do, you need to let me know, and we'll, we'll get together. Yeah, and when he comes to like... Urine, I will drag him over yeah. <laughs> to the old BMJ Religious Center. Hey, yeah. and, Religious uh, Center. I like that. And that's some. And here's the thing about those class reunions: they ask me to pray every time at those class reunions, and I take my liberty to just talk shop a little bit and to you know interact a little bit and thank God for you know how He's kept us safe that are there. Of course, as you know, there's been quite a few that have passed on. Yeah, it hasn't uh, been a good year for our for our uh, our graduating no. class at all. I feel bad for no. so many of them. 
And that, that big that, that, word is is has been real tough on on our group. Yeah, it may be, Tom, and that you find that you get in a group like that, and a person of faith, if they're asked to pray, that everybody's got their head bowed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and they're they're paying attention to you, and uh, it tells me a lot about what people need in their lives. Yeah, and and you know what, I've taken my liberty, and I said, guys, hey, we're at the years of our life when we need to be serious about where we will spend eternity. And uh, if you believe that there is an eternity, and if you don't believe and you're right, then no one hurt, no harm, no farm. (laughs) But I said, if you're wrong, you have an eternity to face uh, in either the presence of the Lord or in the eternal punishment. And that's not a, a place where, you even want to talk about, but you need to speak the truth in love and, and, and warn people and tell them what God's word says. So I, I, I don't try to, you know, shove it down people. I just, I say, you need to think about it. That's all we need so, to do. Yeah. yeah. Plant the seed. Well, yeah. Tom, again, thank you very much for your time. And, uh, we appreciate okay. this and, uh, we'll all right. Be in touch. Uh, Maybe we'll do this again, and we'll find out. Uh, yeah, we'll find what out happened, more, and uh, maybe you'll see that. And what happened enough. with Billy Graham, where the yeah, Franklin Graham that, uh, that in itself is that in itself is worth an interview, Tom. I think yeah. so. Yeah, so, I'd like to God hear about it. Uh, give our best to Brenda. All family. right, God bless everybody at Operation Transformation. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Dave, for your yeah. uh, your insight in doing a podcast like this and. Uh, I know it takes a little bit of time to, to edit and put things together, so I appreciate it. I, I have, uh, uh, I've done TV for a little bit, but I don't do any of the editing anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he does TV. I've been on it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh-huh. okay, that's great. So this wasn't the first time you guys have talked together. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, God bless, and you take care. And uh, All right. Blessings so, to you. Thank you. Good to see you. See you, too. you too, Tom. We'll be in touch. Bye. Bye. Well, folks, that was uh, our friend Tom. Uh, we hope you and we yes. hope you enjoyed that. Tim, what? Tim and I got a lot out of that that interview. I'm sorry, I, I know I did. Yeah, we. I did. I did too. It was. Uh, it was enjoyable and, and uh, interviewing Tom. I'm not an interviewer, but I've been interviewed by mm-hmm. him. It's so easy. He makes he makes it easy. Uh, I think he makes makes everything easy for those people. He around. he is very good at putting people at ease, and he yeah. talks in such a manner that it's easy to listen to him and understand the message he's trying to get across, which he did extremely well. And and big brother, I hate to say this to you, but if if you really Really go back and watch that interview. You asked a lot of questions. You were doing some interviewing. You really were. And I realized that when I was done and I thought, <laughs> how did I do that? It I mean, seemed to, what came it, over me? Well, I know natural. the Holy Spirit came over me. Yeah, but it was natural coming out of you. And Tom knows, one of the advantages, folks, for me and, and, and for Tim on this one, is Tom has been interviewed so he knows how to answer a question. Mm-hmm. 
without saying yes and no. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, he makes it easy. Oh, he makes it very comfortable. And, I, and, I, but, and you have to admit, the other thing that it's helpful is that I know yes. him. But that's not always the easiest part to do. I mean, because you know him, sometimes you you hold back uh, because you don't want to give things away that you already know, but you want him to talk about. That's the hard part. And you did that well. You did that well. well and I, I, I'll be honest with you. I found out a few things about Tom I didn't know. Um, found out a lot I didn't know. I didn't know anything about outreach. Um, and I didn't know, or not outreach, but um, uh, operation transportation. Tra- not, operation. You can't tell that I work in transportation. But no, no, it's not the local Most of my life has been spent in transportation. <laughs> operation transformation. And yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, a lot of the things that he did and said impressed. And it's how can you not be impressed? But to go into jails and prisons and, and, and talk with inmates about God and faith mm-hmm. and the good that he and his organization did, that just, I'm sorry, oh, that yeah. blew me away. He could probably have talked about that for an hour or better and not have listened. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, 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 amazing. What it was. I think everything he touches, it, uh, he does well yeah. at it, and he and he exceeds. I think his expectations. Well, I don't know what his expectations are, but I, I have to guess that they're usually exceeded. <laughs> yeah. He does yeah, well. He, so. But again, he will tell you it's not him. Yeah. It's not him. It's God working through. Yeah. Him. You know that that's how come it's everything is success. It's easy to say, yeah. success, but no, that's why everything's a success with him because, and and those who you know who are leading those kind of organizations, you know, they know that for it to succeed, they have to let God work through them and do what God tells them to do. Yeah, and they're faithful yeah. to do it. And and those are are extremely special people, and also in in, in yep. my mind, I mean, when he he said with Operation Transformation, you don't you know. God has always provided. He's. He, oh, isn't that amazing? The story. Yeah, that? I mean, my gosh, I mean, he's uh, not out there knocking on doors asking for money. I mean, God knows it's a good thing, and oh. He just makes sure that that he, that they're provided for. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, that that the way they got that building was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's hand at work for sure, and it and it, it had to tell Tom that. Tom, this is what you need. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. And here's where you're going to do it. I said, yeah. And the fact that <laughs> you guys had so much in common and didn't know it. I mean, you worked in that building for years. You were in that office. Yes, uh-huh. yes, and uh-huh. it's. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah there's just there's too many coincidences. Yeah. They're not really coincidences. Yeah. It, it, and, it, and I, and I, and I, my thought, and I, I don't remember, because uh, there was so much we talked about, but again, knowing that the first two interviews we did, have done, right. came from people who worked in that yeah. building. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's something about that building, as I mentioned, that, you know, has God yeah. in it. <laughs> it just. And, and I didn't think of this before, but there's a company that's 
uh, beneath them and in the, in the basement floor and mm -hmm. it's been there for a while for our events uh, i think there's some kind of financial you know company maybe advisors or something i don't know or insurance but they're also run by christian wow people. yeah i mean it's just it's like god neat. said okay <laughs> nothing but good christian people are going to work in this building yes uh-huh and That's right. it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's just an amazing, everything that, that Tom's whole journey. Yeah. And Tom did say to me, and said to us both in that interview, that he had interviewed you on television. Yeah. And yeah. What isn't, is, is, is it EBW TV? Yeah. EBW TV. It's a local uh, internet right. television uh, station. And then they do, uh, they have, they uh, broadcast at local right. news. And they also have, there's a number of organizations that have, a, a, um, or, or that record on there, and, and every week they have a show now. Uh, Operation Transformation isn't on there anymore, but for my first book, I believe the second one, uh, which came out while I was in the Bible study before it ended, uh, Tom interviewed me. So, and it was about a Maybe a ten-minute interview. Yeah, I watched it though. <laughs> but he did you? Yeah, I watched okay. it. Yeah, I watched it. I'm sorry, I did. You mentioned it, and I okay, watched it, well, folks. You should too. Look up on EBW them, huh? yeah. TV. Look it up. EBW TV. Yeah. yeah, and well, although I don't know if you can get to them anymore. Did you go to the EB EBW? -E I'll have to. I will. To I will before I post the show notes, folks, I will find it and put the link in. Uh, it just it, at least it. just for your interview, I'll put the link in uh, so that everybody has okay. it and can get to it because it's it's a good interview. Um, yeah, you see me in my property. Yeah, place. and also <laughs> you get a better understand understanding of uh, the second book, right? And why you wrote it. Whatever from what I remember of the interview, it's been a while since I since I watched yeah. it. Okay, well anyway, anyway, folks, hey, they you got a poem to to read here, Jim? Yeah, uh, I like to write poetry. I've noticed. And I wrote this one after attending uh, an Operation Transformation banquet dinner. And I, I like doing that when I go to one of those banquet uh, dinners to write something. And this one is what I wrote for Operation Transformation. It is in the God Still Rhymes book on page 94. If you have... The right one with you, which I might find here if I'm quick enough. God still rhymes. That's it. Okay, that's it. That's a trick I learned from a pro. <laughs> Although I think I'm just supposed to put the book over my shoulder. All right, let's get serious. Okay. Here we go. Outreach for Operation Transformation. This is from Philemon 1 7. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Saving one life may be more, giving hope to a neighborhood with perhaps a rundown store where once despair may have reigned. Now there is hope for the good that comes when pride is regained. Transforming, performing, more than one, more than a few, with hope renewed. One may ask, <clears throat> in a world askew, can hope and less pray in the same few? Well, the few are many when joining together to give of themselves to the others 
one hand becomes more as they gather. When one becomes seven, a number from heaven, then lives will heal as love they feel. Communication, churches, community, chaplain services, commerce, certification, children, youth. As Jesus gathers the lost sheep, he is helped by many of faith. There is one who gathers the helpers, though many they become one, joined in faith by the command to love others as Jesus loves them. The many become one through Jesus God's Son. Knowing their strength, together they pray, or going the lost, together they stay. Operation Transformation, transforming a community one soul at a time through the unity of faith. Here are some after-dinner thoughts. Making the community a Christian professing one through faith-based organizations partnered in Christ. Save the prisoner, those in jail, those who hail from a lost life. Like a herd of sheep taken by the good shepherd. If people were rain, there would be flood at the door, raindrops feet on the floor. Love for others was the report from all Yeah, it, I, there were a lot of people there uh, supporting them, and uh, it was a very worthwhile evening. So. Oh, yeah, I'll bet it was, yeah. It sounds like it would be. I, <laughs> while you were you were talking about that, make me wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's be more. I mean, we get you back to my, I'll tell you when the next one comes up, and you can plan a trip. Yeah, you know, if we ever do that, you know what would be fun? It would be to do a remote Right, right in front oh, of their yeah. building. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm, oh no! Uh, wait a minute. Uh, no, I won't. I won't get confused. So okay. let's move on. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Executive director. I just see this written on my next yeah, sheet of paper. That's what he is. On is. Executive director. Okay. Yeah, and the people who organized that with him. <laughs> realized that they were putting their faith in the right person because Tom puts his faith yeah. in God and, and mm -hmm. they knew that Tom could get this done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God put that all together and it's in a great example of people of faith, allowing God to work through them to create this good organization that does a lot of good for the community and has brought, Christian churches in the community together yeah. to work together. And they do work together helping others. I mean, you can see it in parts of town where they, they work uh, improvements. And uh, it's, it's just amazing what they yeah. do. You don't, people don't think about what, seeing what they've done. I mean, because they tell, they tell you they've done things, but I, I can't tell because I don't live there. I don't know what they've done. And, <laughs> But for you to be able to see yeah. the things that, have, that they've made changes in. I, I can see improvements in the areas of town. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And there needs to be more of, and needs to be more improvements in, in, in more faith-based community action. Another thing that blew me away too, because Tom just blows me away. I'm sorry. He's, he just <laughs> does. I mean, and, and that's why I, I, I've, I've told you off the air. And I'm telling you again, we've got to, We'll have to have him on for a second interview. But um, being involved with Billy Graham organization is yeah. 
that they don't just take anybody. I mean, you got to be pretty good at what you're doing to be involved with a Billy. I mean, what are your thoughts about the Billy Graham organization or, or have you thought about it? Well, I just like you, I know, uh, it's, I, it's, in, we, you know, in the next interview, I'd like to know, talking about how we got, how we got involved with them, you know, what, what led to it, where, where was the connection made? Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And I, again, I just think Tom will do what the Lord asked him to do. And yeah. that reminds me, I, as I was waiting to start, um, and after, in between, you know, when we stopped the interview and then we got to some time before we record the end of it, I had these thoughts come to me, and it was from that Billy Graham portion of it. You want yeah, to hear yeah, me? please. It says, here it is. There goes Tom riding down Route 66, hair blowing in the wind, sharing the gospel, the love of the Almighty God, and I'm sure riding at his side, it is the Son of God saying, Go, Tom, go! Together we go. We spread the... <clears throat> to spread the gospel of the way, the life, and the truth. Yeah. I can just see that Tom doing that. I don't know. I don't think it's hairs blowing in the wind, but no. But I'll bet you Jesus' anyway, hairs blowing in the wind. He's sitting by yeah. his side. <laughs> That's yeah. I could see that just the way you described it. That would make sense. But uh, to think that Tom is not—I mean, he's—he's he's pretty big in Michigan and pretty big, in, you know, in the poor here in Detroit area, but. Now he's a big man in, uh, you know, Austin, Texas, too, and with the Billy Graham organization. And I was listening to a a podcast the other day, and it was from the guy who wrote the Billy Graham, or an autobiography about Billy Graham and his life. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, because they were talking about how people come together through God. He was talking about mm-hmm. Billy Graham. Steve McQueen, Elvis, and Johnny Cash. And how they wow. all knew each other and were believers and had numerous conversations with Billy Graham. Very, very interesting. I'm going to put the, the name of the book or the name of the podcast when I find it. I'll put it in the show notes, folks, because it, it's an interesting one to listen okay. to also. But this guy worked with Billy Graham. Um, I think his name was James or Jim or I, I'll figure it out. But he was. It was just a really cool thing. But I would think because Billy Graham was such an influential person throughout life, throughout his whole life. Mm-hmm. But you know he was friends with every president since Eisenhower, even though Eisenhower wasn't very happy with him because Billy Graham put his hand on his shoulder to say the prayer. And you're not supposed Ooh. to touch the president. Touch yeah, the president. Oh. But they got past that, and it's okay. And Billy Graham wasn't feeling well, and I don't. It's it's a story. You need to hear the story. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It does but it's it's things like that that now Tom Seppel, our friend, and and you know, and, and a, a reverend and, a, and a executive director of Operation Transformation, and and he's with the Billy. He's with the Billy Graham organization now i mean and he probably doesn't work very hard at trying to get these gigs <laughs> and maybe that's wrong for me <laughs> to say that and we do have to to get with him again and say how did you get this done and now that yeah. he's going to hear the end of this 
what we're talking about afterwards. He's going to say, well, maybe I better call those guys. <laughs> call them, straighten yeah, them out. <laughs> I don't know. You know, as, as you're talking, though, you know, and I see Tom, Tom is a humble, a humble yeah. person. He's a humble man. So, you know, he's not going to take, he's not going to accept the uh, accolades of being with Billy Graham. Right. He's humbled to yeah. be there. And when, you, when you're doing things for, for God, you, you have that humility. Mm-hmm. And it's not that human pride that, oh, look at me. You know, Tom's never going to say, look at me, I'm, at, I'm doing this or that. He's going to say, yes, I was called to do this, and I'm, ha- and I'm happy to yeah. do it. And, so. and I know because of his family life, you know, with his father being an evangelist and, his, and singing with his brothers, I never heard the dance sing. I never heard the boys sing. <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> but you should. it's it's the one thing he and his family have done, and you've done, and I think Paul, our brother, has done, and I'm starting to, is we're opening our minds to listen. And Tom did that early. He he opened his mind, and God stepped in and said, "Hi, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Let's." that's you and I work together or you're going to help me or whatever. I, I never, I never listened for that. I didn't think to all these years and now I'm, I'm starting to, and, and I know you have, and, and he's working through you, working with you through your poetry. And I think that that's important. And Tom was, Tom realized that real early and just yeah. Yeah, let well, it go. Yeah. I mean, he just said, okay, you direct me wherever you tell me to go, I'll go. And, to have that kind of trust and faith, I'm starting to understand better. Not that I didn't never understood it, because that's not. I don't want folks. I don't want you to think that I didn't believe in God. I've always believed in God. I just wasn't out and about about it. <laughs> but to to, to have yeah. that un. I, I don't want to call it undying, but it's it's that. To have that much faith, just automatically blows me away I, again he blows me away that's i keep using that phrase and i'm sorry folks but that's he does you you blow me away with your poetry and he blows me away with just everything he does and i think it's so cool he's he is he's a great guy well it, it, you, yeah. <laughs> it, it is god with god uh amazing things are done um, yeah and uh, when i say you know I didn't write the poem. God gave me the words. I don't want to imply that I'm writing verbatim. <laughs> and that he's just giving me the inspiration yeah. uh, for the poem, and uh, for that I am so thankful for. And he, he, he will, he has stopped me, as I've said before, too. He said, Tom, Tim, no, this isn't <laughs> it. So, yeah, but yeah, but remember, he's worked through you. We're here because of what he told yeah. you. And you would, and you you acknowledge that, but which is a great. I couldn't start. acknowledge it until I let him in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had to I, say, "All right, you've got to be willing to listen now." And that was for a headstrong person like me. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that about me, you? but I'm a little headstrong. <laughs> no, right. but I think it's a Carter trait. At some point, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's just a Dave trait. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it. Yeah, it, it took me saying, okay, let's listen. Mm-hmm. And I think God was 
God was sneaky with me. He caught me at a moment where I wasn't thinking about anything else. <laughs> and he, he popped well, that one in there. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, trust me, folks. But until you, in, until you let him work in you, have to, okay, yeah. so let's say he did sneak in, but. You know, you're you're now allowing him to work, which a lot. You know, you're saying, okay, God, I whatever you want, what you know, help yeah. me through this, get through this. You're open to it now, so now he can continue his. Yeah, work. and the work he does, I I see it every day, and I, I'm sure you do too, and I'm sure Tom does. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's oh, you, yeah. Yeah. the people I see and meet at work, because I work in a in an, in an entertainment company, and mm-hmm. the people that I see and the things that I have seen. A couple of us were sitting around talking one day about moments at work. And I think mm-hmm. I've told you the story. Maybe I haven't. Because I was driving one of the buses and, and go to a load zone. And there's a family of three young parents and this young little boy in, in a stroller. And on his, he's, he's, he's all dressed up in a little suit with shorts and everything else. And he's he's laying there, and it's a special stroller. It's you can always tell. And he has a Make a Wish pin on his on pin to his shirt. Oh. And he was just his face. He was asleep because he was worn out. And he's just laying there with his hands crossed, kind of like fingers and you know, engaged. And he has this big smile on his face. And I'm talking to the parents, and I said, you know, is there anything special I need to do? And the guy goes, here, I'll show you what I want. And I, we, we, we put, we locked it down and everything else. And I go, I said, are you guys okay? And, and the, the, the dad said, yeah, we're fine. We're having a great day. And so is he. God has told us we can come here and have a good time. And he's having a great time. It'll be his last one. Mm-hmm. But after those folks left, I, I shut my bus down for a while. I, I, had to, I had to get away. But it was a special <laughs> moment in my life. And... But God was God said this child needs to see Disney World, and he did, and it was just too cool. But anyways, wow. I got off track there. I may cool. I may cut that part out, but I probably won't. Oh no, yeah. leave it in because it it it's again it's it's showing that he works. God puts people. He's putting people. He in does. Life. Yeah, and he put that little boy in my life, and those parents. He yeah. put that little boy in those parents' yeah. lives for a reason. You know how? Yeah, it's amazing when. Uh, I won't prolong it, but it's just—it's an amazing story, and it's—it's uh, it's God's work, how He works yeah. with us, who He puts in our life. It's amazing. Yeah, who He puts in our past. Tom Seppo was in yeah. both our past. What was the, what was the chances of Tom Seppo crossing both our paths? If we thought about this forty years ago, I, we, I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought Tom Seppo would be a big part of your life. No. Or you know, or that I'd be that fast that we would we would that you and I would together be interviewing yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. And, and talking about him this way, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, yep. no. Uh, again, it's timing. It's waiting for the right time. Patience on our part. As, keep talking for a second. I, I get this is a very important thing I'm writing down. Oh, okay, you're gonna write something? Okay, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I. Sorry, I'm going back. I'm going to. No, I, uh, it, it's a, Tom was, was really big in our class in high school. Mm-hmm. And we have a page on Facebook that a friend of mine, Matt, has started. 
Uh-huh. So we get our news, and some, a lot of times it's unfortunate news, or um, as as we as as I'm sure you're going through too, is people you knew in high school are 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 passing away. We're life is life, and it, we get older. Yeah. But I'm going to post it on the page, the 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 interview, for everybody to see, so they can get a good new glimpse of. Uh, oh, yeah. Good. And, good. And yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll catch some new followers out of that. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been at this a little while. What uh, you got any any closing thoughts, Tim? Maybe we should start closing this one down for the day. Well, I just uh, I uh, I thank the Lord for putting Tom in in both of our lives because and I'm just amazed and I I don't like the word coincidence when it comes with God, but I'm just amazed at the ties to the first two interviews and to us what they are and it just uh it it brings joy to my heart and uh but it wow does god work in in mysterious and good ways yeah things that you would never think and to listen to what you were just talking about with with his work in you uh, I just this this really brought out hope in in me and joy, and it makes me realize that you know how blessed I am to have Jesus as my Savior, and what uh, it's going to get me through a number of days after today. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Knowing I'm going back to work and everything else, but no, it just it it really has been an uplifting podcast. Uh, Tom's interview and uh, our conversation before and now after it's just really lifted my spirits, and I'm, I'm thankful to God for that. Yeah, I I agree with you there. It's it's very very weird. I've uh, I was tired all day. I mean, I kept doing things that had to get done, but I was tired. <laughs> I feel energized now after. <laughs> After the interview yeah. and the conversations we've had, I always do, but this one was a little bit more. Um, Tim, where can we find your books? Uh, on my bookshelf. Well, that's where you keep yours. I keep mine or, in a box. Do you? Okay. Well, the box sits on a on my desk. No. Okay. <laughs> no, you can uh, find them on uh, Amazon. The quick way is. Go to uh, type in one of the names of the book, God's Rhyme, God Still Rhymes, uh, Libyan God's Rhyme, uh, and put my name, Tim Carter, after that in the search bar and search, and uh, the one you put in will pop up, and the other two should show up shortly after that. Um, And if you go to Barnes & Noble online, you can get them. And you can also go to your local Barnes and Noble store and probably not find them in the store, but uh, you can ask them to order them, and they, you can get them that way. And it might be a, a nice—I mean, I don't know if it's a quicker way to do it, but maybe it, I don't—it might be more convenient. And I, I have to tell you one quick story because, uh, as you know, I've had this is my third publisher for the books. Uh, we won't go into why, but uh, the second publisher when that when uh, the book came out, uh, God Still Rhymes ended up 
in the local Barnes and Noble. And I should, I'll have to look up the picture that uh, uh, my grandson Eli and his mother were in the store. And Eli has the book, he's holding it up. And he just thought it was so cool that his <laughs> grampy had a book in the, <laughs> in the store. Cool, <laughs> so I'll have to, I'll have to find that and, and share yeah. it. But yeah, you can find them there. Yeah. He, and you can also go to the publisher, Letra Press, L-E-T-T-R-A Press. Uh, they have a, a page on their website uh, for the books that they're selling. And uh, you can go there and, and get it also and uh, look and see what other Christian books they have. See what they say. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's where they're at yeah. for now. Folks, don't forget livingingodsrhyme.com. Because you can get all our podcasts there. You can go to Tim's blogs there. All of our blogs. Show notes. Great show notes. I think they're great show notes. You can see pictures. You can see video soon. Your video page is coming very, very soon. I'm I'm working diligently a couple minutes a day. <laughs> no, I'm, working, I'm working in it. Folks, believe me, he's fortunate to have a couple minutes some, a day some with days. his job. <laughs> yeah. And then um, also... On there, you can if you want to write a comment or send us a note, uh, please do. Uh, there's com contact us on every page. Feel please let us know what you think. Uh, Facebook.com backslash God still rhymes is Tim's page. Send him a, a, a message on Messenger or anything. Let us know what you think. Um, Tim has said this, and I've said this. We want your comments, we want to know what you're thinking. And if there's something you want us to do or somebody you want us to talk to, we'll see what we can do. We're looking for the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. Yeah, so there's so Tim is a good, I'm the ugly. We'll just gotta find the bad. <laughs> well, we'll leave that up to the Exactly. Person who's well, Yes, the executive producer. No, no. no, no. Um <laughs> Tim, I uh I think we're pretty close to being done. Have you got any I, I got nothing else yeah. I want to talk about. Okay. No, I think it's time we just uh, end. Yes, I, I, I would I'd love that. Thank you. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we've had together uh, interviewing Tom, and we thank you for Tom and his faith and all oh, the energy he has that uh, is transmitted that Dave and I both received today in his interview. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for uh, all the good you've done for us. And Lord, today, uh, as I have a special prayer, Dave has asked me to to follow up on a prayer for a, one of the one of the employees where I work uh, in the field on construction site uh, died today. He was a foreman, and we pray it was nothing to do with the construction that was going on. He was found in his truck. And Lord, we pray that you would uh, um, lead us or lead them, Father, that you would. Uh, comfort the family that you would uh, comfort them uh, that they would feel your your embrace around them and uh, you would lead them through their sorrow and their sadness and their grief at this time and just uh, lift them up and give them some hope uh, and uh, comfort Lord in this, at this time and we pray for those who uh, work in the field with him and all those who work in the field uh, on the construction sites that uh, you would give them the comfort that they need at this time having lost a friend and uh, 
co-worker. Yes, Lord, we pray that uh, you would do that for those needy people. And we pray for those, Lord, who are uh, listening, those who are going through struggles in their lives, whether it be health struggles, emotional struggles, uh, relationships or struggles, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would uh, be in their lives and heal them of those uh, struggles and uh, lift them up, Lord, and that they would feel your presence in their lives, Lord. And we again, we uh, thank you for good that you are doing, any good that's coming from this podcast is from you, Father, and we give you the glory for that, and we pray today in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, uh, Tim and I, and I'll, I'll speaking for Tim here, I'm sorry, shouldn't do that. Uh, <clears throat> we want to thank Tom Seppel for being here with us today. Uh, we want to thank Tom for all the great things he does for everybody in the world. The one thing we didn't talk about was his missionary work. Although Tom talked about it, we talked about it a little bit. We'll get into that another time. But, uh, Tim, there's there's a couple phrases that you say for us at the end, and I wish you'd say them again. If you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Also, don't forget this one. You will never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. We pray that you are too. Amen. Amen. Have a great week, folks. Goodbye, folks. Bye.